Hey guys, this is Pastor Q, and on this week's episode, Who You Hanging With? We're going to talk about the people you bring close. All right, welcome back to X with Q, a 10-minute podcast to help you lead healthy from ministry to the marketplace. My name is Brad, and as always, I'm here with Pastor Mark All right, 10 minutes. All right, leadership is influence. Old Mm. Maxwell saying, if you're listening to this, you've probably heard it before. But we all know that that doesn't happen in theory, PQ, but it happens in relationships. Yeah. You're super intentional about who you bring close and allow to speak into your life. Why is that so important for you? Well, I mean, one of the reasons why is because it's been proven over and over. It's been proven in Christendom, but it's been proven in life in general that the people that you're with have such a major part of who you become and where you go. So I, you have to be very intentional. Otherwise, everybody's treated the same, and not everybody is meant to be treated the same by you. So I'm very intentional with that. You know, I still, you know, as a Christian, you love people. You, you we're, we're commanded to love all people, and I do. But just because you love them doesn't mean that they get the same access to my emotions or my thoughts or my dreams. Right. Because if the wrong people are brought close, they'll abuse um, the privilege that it is um, to be close to you in your life. Right. And then before you know it, hurt, in my experience, hurt and pain can be an incredible motivator, but it can also be the heaviest thing that keeps you or prevents you from reaching your goals and your dreams. Right. So depending on how you use those things will depend on whether they're, you know, high octane and propel you to who you want to be, or they drag you down and take you away from who you want to be. For sure. So it's almost like the success of your journey is not so much determined even just by the direction you're going in, but who you bring with you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I've known plenty of people now that are successful in whatever industry and they're successful and they and they look around them and they realize I'm miserable because everybody that they brought along with them on the journey or have they've given access to their life, they're making them miserable. So here you have your dream and your success, but you're not as fulfilled or as happy, whatever wow. the words are, because you drag mud with you all the way. Oh my goodness. Look, like every single person that you talk to who's successful. They're more successful and happier or content in their success because they brought the right people with them on the journey. Mm. Some of the greatest failures, maybe maybe it's just me, but some of the greatest failures in my life have been made more palatable because of the journey that I was on with the people. Even though I failed epically, the journey that I was on or experiencing that failure with was so fruitful and so fun and, and so fulfilling that I don't really think of the failure I think of the people around me at that moment. And I, and I think that's important. You know, I'm a very driven, I'm a very type A person. I don't need, I don't need you to tell me how great I am. Or, you know, I'm pretty self-motivated. And so when you're a driven person, you can get so dogmatic and so driven that you reach your success or your plateau and what you want. But then you look back and in your wake are, are people stranded. Are people hurt and wounded? Are are people that you stepped over and on and kicked 
to get to where you are, I can tell you from experience and from knowing enough people now, those people still are not happy. It's people. It's the people thing. And right. we forget. We think it's this goal or number of zeros on our paycheck or wow. a title or an office or whatever it is. Or and But the reality is, is what's going to make the destination more fruitful is the people that you took with you while getting there. Right. So what are some of the attributes of those people that you bring close to you uh, that maybe, you know, list two yeah, or yeah. three of them? Well, yeah. I just think everybody needs to use wisdom in, in, in the idea of who do, who do I allow? You know, uh, Dr. Henry Cloud has, a, has an incredible statement. He always says, you are ridiculously in charge of your life. <laughs> and so I say that, and I, I crafted this, you, who will you allow? So because you're ridiculously in charge of your life, who will you allow close to you? You, you, you a lot of times have a choice. So for me, I think what I have noticed is the successful people, when they can completely do that, and control who they allow close. I never, I love having skillful people around me. They don't even have to be skillful in the area that I'm in. I just like seeing and being around people who are just highly skilled in an area because they are, they're always striving to get better. I want, I want that around me. I, I love people who are more knowledgeable. They think differently. So I want a high level of knowledge. People who just know a lot about something because they pursue, they have this passion to pursue to know more. I love people who just know, I, I write down know-how. And what, that, what I mean by that is I want them to have experiences in life. Experiences shape you. The the problem yeah. with culture right now that I'm finding is you because of social media and outlets, there are way more opinions than accomplishments. There are people who have way more something to say about something they've never done before and all of a sudden it has weight. You mm. know, it, it that it doesn't count in my world. I don't care what you say. Tell me what you've done. Mm. And that's what I mean by know how. And I love people that know understand accountability. That mm. they understand that their actions have ripple effects, whether they are saying something or doing something, they're, they're self-aware of what they do and say and how it affects others. And then another one for me is there's always has to be a model. And, yeah. and that model has to be a model of people or organizations that are further ahead than me in years or experience or accomplishments, something to look to. I just think that's healthy for a healthy mindset. You know, we say all the time at the chapel, you don't want to be the smartest in the room. Yeah. The next thing you do is going to be a mistake. Mm. So the, the whole idea is that's some of the filter I use for people, you know, to that I allow close. Yeah. One of the things I've heard you talk about is, you know, really four types of relationships that leaders need. Models, yeah, mentors, teammates, and friends. Yeah. Let's talk about the friends thing for a second. Yeah. Because I think, you know, organizationally, we talk about bringing people in close. Yeah. What? What is, what kind of a friend does a leader need? Yeah, that's always it, it always can get complicated. I try to reduce it down to the simplest terms. I mean, obviously there are friends, lifelong friends, and then there are friends that are just acquaintances, but we call friends. Uh, the definition of friend has changed over the years because now it's somebody who clicked thumbs up on a, on a Facebook page. <laughs> but for me, what I say is someone who can see me the way God sees me and someone who can relate to me in my gifts or my passions. So in other words, I, I don't really let people, good friends close to me who forget who God called me to be. And, you know, so, so that's a big thing for me because I, th how, if they don't know who God called me to be, how can they motivate me to be who God called me to be? Wow. If they don't know who God called me to be, how can they correct me? How can they help me stay on a journey of who God 
created me to be. So that's yeah. a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's created me to be, you know, a, a pastor. He's got me in this season. I'm a pastor, but I'm also a leader, but I'm also a dad. Well, I want a friend who knows those areas of my life so that they can lovingly speak the truth to me. Right. Are there any deal breakers in some of those relationships where it says, you know what, uh, maybe not so close? I mean, for me, one of the deal breakers is this. Uh, the kind of friend or person that has a meeting before the meeting and a meeting after the meeting, because I don't know whether they're being truthful or not. Like, I don't know. Are they telling me what I want to hear? When I find that out, I just don't bring them close. I want the truth because then once the truth is, is in the light, we can deal with it. But stuff that you're leaving under the table, stuff you're not bringing into the room, but then bring it up later, it, it, it has a way of sideswiping either the organization or me personally. You know, just tell me. Just tell me. I'm good with it. And I think people, regardless of personality, want that level of honesty so that we can keep it on the table and maybe even preserve the relationship or deepen the relationship. Right. So I don't bring people close who aren't forthcoming. Yeah. With either their emotions or what they think or what they want or where they want to go. I just don't, I can't, it, it trips me up because I don't know what person am I dealing with? Mm. Who are you today? Are you the nice guy? But you're not really telling me the truth. You're not telling me, you are telling me the truth, but you're not telling me the whole truth. I can't deal with that. Right, yeah. I've heard you talk about the difference of people who, uh, the, the difference between people who are with you versus people who are for you. Can you talk a little bit about yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, I think any public figure, but really any person who has any f- influence in any organization or your family People who are for you, they're cheering for you. It's it's the it's the armchair quarterback. It's the fair weather fan. They're cheering for you. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. This is incredible. But then all of a sudden you do something and they're like, listen, I knew two years ago this wasn't going to work. That type of person, I can't stand. That type of person, I'm telling you, if you're listening, and they they twist on you, they turn on you, and they leave in that situation, and they they almost make it about them because two years I knew he was going to say that or he was going to do that, get them out of your life because you can't build a life or an organization or a ministry on those kind of people. People who are with you, they tell you the truth. They're always with you. They do what it takes to stay with you, and they do what it takes for you to be who God has created you to be regardless. They're with you. Yeah. You know, even if it comes at the the highs and the lows. That's it. Yeah. Even if it comes at the expense of their reputation, the expense of, of, of their attitude or what people think of them, they're with you. And those are few and far between. Yeah. And it's almost like you you find more fulfillment because even if you fall short of the destination, at least it's with people that you enjoy being around. Well, and it goes back to what we had said. You yeah. know what I mean? Listen, we're not going to accomplish everything we want to. Yeah. That's just a reality. So have a, have a realistic expectation of where you're going in life. You're going to accomplish some great things. You just more than likely aren't going to accomplish it all. And in any situation, who'd you do it with? And the people that are with you are always more joyful whether you succeed or fail. I think we're going to end it right there. Come on. 